0: Hey Graphic Audio fans, this is Dwayne Beeman here with this week's Pick of the Week. This week, we are highlighting a new sci-fi fantasy title from Graphic Audio, Stephen Blackmore's City of the Lost. As a movie fan, I dig what's considered to be neo-noir films, specifically ones that fit into the crime category, like Chinatown, Devil in the Blue Dress, LA Confidential, among others. When word got to me that we were going to do the first novel written by mystery science fiction writer Stephen Blackmore, entitled City of the Lost, I wondered if such a production would fall into a similar category as the crime noir films that I enjoy. Well, it turns out that yes, it does fall into that category, and then some. In this title, we meet a fellow named Joe Sunday. No relation to Joe Friday from the TV show Dragnet, Sunday is a thug for hire or as Mickey from the Rocky films would call him, a leg breaker. Sunday's partner was sent out on a job to recover a priceless stone from a business associate of their boss. The job didn't go so well, and his partner is now dead. Their boss now sends Sunday to get the stone. Sunday's attempt wasn't that good either, and he ends up getting shot in the head by the guy he's trying to retrieve the stone from. However, Sunday doesn't stay dead long. He is brought back from the dead, as a zombie. Now, he doesn't look like anyone from The Walking Dead. He looks like his normal self and acts like his normal self. What gives? Turns out, before he was blown away, Sunday's boss told him that the stone was no ordinary stone. This stone had the power of immortality. Sunday now realizes this after being brought back from the dead by Giavetti, the man that shot Sunday. Giavetti tells him that he could turn Sunday back to human form, but Sunday doesn't quite trust him. He never gets to know this because Giovetti is shot down by a policeman. Sunday takes the stone and puts it in a safe in his house. As the story progresses, he finds out that others with magical powers are after the stone as well, and they all promise to help Sunday in some form. Sunday doesn't trust them either. Well, Giovetti doesn't stay dead for long, and trashes Sunday's apartment and grabs the stone. Now, Sunday, along with the others, rush to find Giovetti and the stone. Sunday's situation is urgent because he's beginning to rot, and the only two things that can keep him alive is the stone, or the parts and organs of humans, for him to feed on. Can Sunday find the stone? You're gonna have to get the book to find out. For this to be Blackmore's first novel, this is a great way to debut. It's a fun story with action, humor, quite a bit of grossness, but very well written. This is a first-person narrative, so Joe Sunday's performance has to be strong. We get that and so much more from the performance of Michael John Casey as Sunday. This was the first narration read of a Graphic Audio production for MJ, who also directed the title, and he knocked it out of the park. MJ is supported by a great noir soundscape, courtesy of sound designer Patrick Stratton. The Graphic Audio bullpen does its thing with great acting performances, particularly Terrence Aselford’s performance as Giovetti. We get other great performances from Nora Ashwadi, Jacob Yeh, Colleen Delaney, James Lewis and Matthew Bassett. Great fun and great entertainment, as only Graphic Audio can do, so pick this title up today. Let's listen to a clip of Graphic Audio's production of Stephen Blackmore's City of the Lost.
1: When the water hits me, it takes a second to remember I'm not in jail. (sighs) Back in the 90s, I spent three months sitting in county on a weapons beef that ended in a hung jury. Green-gray industrial paint, grimy wall tile. When I open my eyes, it's like I'm having flashbacks. Morning, sunshine. Giovetti tosses the empty bucket. Hands cuffed above my head to half a shower fixture jutting out of the tiled wall. Dirty water dripping from busted ceiling pipes swirls down rusted drains. A single light hangs from the ceiling, throwing out a flickering pool of yellow. The walls are covered in gang signs, the floor in broken bottles and crack vials. Stink in the air like meat gone too long in an unplugged fridge. Last thing I remember is Julio crushing my windpipe, squeezing me like an overripe tomato. Breathing feels funny, air not coming in quite right. Something wrong with the sound in the room, quiet in a way I can't place. Something's missing. I run through my catalogue of injuries and they're all coming a blank. Throat, knee, all those old aches and pains that I learned to ignore are gone. Conspicuous in their absence. What the fuck is wrong with me? I tug on the cuffs. More to give me something else to think about from any realistic
2: hope of getting out. Sorry, son. Police issue. They're not coming off.
1: Giovetti crouches, far enough away that I can't get to him, jaundiced in the dim light. He's got a blue polo shirt, chinos, a pair of slip-on loafers. If not for the Beretta in his hand, he'd look a lot like my grandfather.
2: How are you feeling? Wondering when you're gonna come back. Fuck you. Now, there's a pity. I was hoping for better than that. The fact you can talk at all is a good sign, though. Let's try something else. What's Simon's problem? I give him the finger. Interesting. That's different. What if I said, please? I
1: stare at him for a good long
2: minute, and with
1: each passing second, he's getting happier and happier. Simon didn't send Julio to kill you. Just wanted to talk. Find out if you knew what happened to the guys you hired from him.
2: <laughs> Just talk, right. So he sends his goddamn gorilla over with an axe handle? Just like London. Now all feelings, bygones and all that? What me, bastard? They're dead. He knows why. And what about you? Suppose I'd be seeing you for a talk sometime? No, not a goddamn thing's changed. The fuck do you want, anyway? You're always this inquisitive, aren't you? That's
1: really good. Giovanni pulls up a half-burned sofa cushion and sits back on it.
2: Yeah, I want to be left alone. I want Simon to hold up his end of the bargain and not try to rip me off again.
1: The man's got people lining up to
2: kiss his ass. What the hell could he possibly want from you? (laughs) Oh, you've no idea what this is all about, do you? He settles in on the cushion, cross-legged, like he's about to tell a story to a third grader. Immortality. Living forever. It's a neat trick if you can pull it off.
1: If I hadn't already known I was being held by a psychopath, this pretty much clinches it. Play along, Sunday. Stall for time. Talk slowly to the crazy guy with the gun, and maybe you'll walk out of here. Oh, and ignore that whole zombie Julio
2: problem that's banging on the back of your skull. Suppose you can do it, huh? Of Course I can, and Simon knows it. That's why you're here. Betting he fed you a load of horse shit, but trust me, that's the reason. Really? And here's me
1: thinking I was coming to feed you to a wood chipper.
2: The thing that gets me is how he's able to get you stupid fuckers to listen to him. I mean, he is one of the worst liars I've ever met. You
1: hear him tell it, he handed your ass to you in London. Giovanni's eyes flash, the grandfatherly mask twisting into something darker, older, like he's got a demon under his skin and he's barely keeping it inside. I almost start to believe that Simon was right. Just as quickly, it's gone. The grin is back on his
2: face, like it never left. Yeah, well, there is that. I got lazy. I owe him for London. He thought he took me out. But hey, I'm a survivor. Little this, little that, I'm as good as new. Fountain of youth, right? Live forever? Exactly. I nod
1: at his sallow arms, skin hanging off the bone like liquefied chicken. Didn't stick,
2: did it? Well, maybe not fountain of youth so much as fountain of not staying dead. But I'm working on that one. Hey, wanna see something neat?
1: He rummages around in his pocket and pulls out a stone, an opal about the size of a small egg. It catches the light. I can feel it pulsing at me, drawing me in. It's an attention getter, isn't it? Uh, uh. I shake my head to clear it, look away. It's the stone Simon's been going on about. Has to
2: be. British stole these babies from the Australian Aborigines a hundred years ago, give or take. There are only a couple left in the world. One of them got blown up when a French lieutenant took an artillery shell in World War I. Another one sitting at the bottom of the ocean. I think some crazy Chinaman ground one of them up and shot it into his dick or something. Then there's this one. He turns it in the dim light, crazy colors spinning on its surface. This beauty turned up at a collector's in Beverly Hills. Funny how things turn out, huh? Doesn't look like much, does it? Mwah. He kisses the stone, slides it back in his pocket. That's it? That's what you hired three guys for? Jesus, you could have gotten a tweaker with a sawed-off shotgun. You're telling me. Wouldn't be dealing with this bullshit if I had. He looks at me, waiting for something. (sighs) So,
1: aren't you gonna ask? You know you want to. Ask what? What that's got a goddamn thing to do with your psychosis? He throws his hands up in
2: the air. You still don't get it. This baby's what makes it all possible. The works, the magilla, the whole shebang. This is the thing that raises the dead. Makes you live forever. Raise the
1: dead. It sounds insane just coming out of my mouth. But the image of Julio, gray skin, and gasping like a fish, is worming its way into the foreground.
2: Worked great on Julio. Yeah, the others... They've already fallen apart. But that's what experiments are for, right? I want to use this baby on myself. I got to make sure it works first. Got close with your buddy. Damn close. Almost licked that problem with accelerated decomposition and free will. Missed a couple of ingredients, did you? Not enough nutmeg? (laughs) Exactly. It's not like this is a science, you know. More like art. Anyway, I messed up. By the time your buddy tried to take his head off, he was already falling apart. Bullshit. Julio was fine when I saw him. Already dead my ass.
1: I remember the blood flowing out of him, the life draining from his eyes. I don't
2: believe it. No? Not buying it? Eh, doesn't matter. I'll celebrate anyway. Celebrate what? I've done it. Finally. At least I'm pretty sure I've done it. His words sink into me. He's done it? The
1: fuck does that mean? Jesus, let's assume he's not talking smack, that he can pull this off. Crazy and immortal? How do you kill a dead man? How do I stop him from killing me? If this isn't all bullshit, I am seriously fucked. I shove the panic
2: down, keep him talking,
1: only way out. Yeah, you think that? He gives me this look like I'm a lizard in a bell jar.
2: I don't know. You tell me.
1: It takes me a few seconds to register what he said. And when it does, my world drops out from under me. I tell myself that i don't feel any different only i do my lungs the missing aches and pains my blown out knee i see one of the bandages on my sliced up hands has peeled back the cuts are gone my body feels like somebody's thrown the off switch but forgot to tell me about it
2: <laughs> yeah i say i worked out the kinks yeah <sighs> he gets up to leave stops slaps his forehead damn it i knew i was forgetting something he shoots me in the head
1: white hot light a blast of thunder like sticking my head in a jet engine i shatter into a thousand pieces bone and flesh blasting out in a fan behind me everything black a beat maybe two then it all snaps back like a rubber band oh My jaw is missing, along with the entire left side of my face. I can feel blood running down my front. I'm blind in one eye, probably because it's not there anymore. My right foot spasms, shuddering from the misfired signals it's not getting. I think I can feel a draft on the inside of my skull. Oddly enough, none of this hurts. Slowly, how slowly, I have no idea because my time sense is as fucked as it gets. I can feel things shifting growing, brain tissue filling out, muscle, bone, and skin knitting back together like some crazy ant's nightmare afghan. Blood spills out of the ceiling chasms in my face. My vision slides back, hearing clears, teeth coming into a new jaw, nerves knot themselves back together, firing away happy as chattering fucking magpies, my foot stills. I have no idea what the hell just happened.
2: Well, that was... different.
1: Giovetti's looking at me like I just shed out the Vienna Boys Choir. It takes me a minute to find my voice, vocal cords still tying themselves back into their proper knots. Uh, give me the gun. I'll show you how it feels from this side. Think I'll pass. Might want to salt that gun, because when I get out of here, I'm going to feed it to you.
0: If you enjoyed what you heard from the clip of City of the Lost, you can purchase this title right here on our website, www.graphicaudio.net. The book is available in all available download formats, mp3, m4b, and flap. It is also available in audio CD format, and you can listen to your downloads anytime, anywhere with our free Graphic Audio Access App, available for Apple and Android devices. Be back next week as I'll have another pick of the week for you. Until then, peace.